Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Hello, 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 Piet. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Evan, how's it going? It's so good. And I'm really excited to have this conversation because today we are talking about a success story. Really, I think it's fair to say probably one of the biggest uh, success stories the Milwaukee music scene has seen in a very, very long time. Yeah, and certainly the Milwaukee hip hop scene. I mean, we, you know, you you know this scene so well, Evan. You know, we've been watching for well, I guess for decades. Uh, especially you, I've been watching the Milwaukee hip hop scene, watching artists kind of do really well, get some attention, like Cuckoo Cal or Ishtar, or Webster X. But we've got an artist named Lakia who is kind of on the verge, potentially, of being the biggest hip hop artist to really kind of claim Milwaukee to really break out there. Uh, she's the newest artist signed to Quality Control Music which is a major label, kind of like one of the top labels in hip-hop. They're the same label behind Amigos and, and behind City Girls, and they see real star potential with Lakia. Yeah, and she is crushing it already. I think what's what's really amazing, uh, she just dropped her second mixtape. Uh, it's called In Due Time. The first mixtape did huge. It was called Time's Up, and it just had single after single. I think there were at least six videos from that mixtape that did well over a million views each on, on YouTube, including a video with City Girls, one of her bigger label mates now. The new mixtape, also huge. It's got uh, a track with Gucci Mane, which is just great. For me, very satisfying to see a Milwaukee artist finally collaborate with Gucci Mane. I've wanted that for a long time. And it's it's just fantastic. She's just she's doing numbers and streams more consistently than any Milwaukee artist I've ever seen. It's really impressive. I mean, she, uh, you know, I did an interview with her back in December when Time's Up had just come out. At that point, she had like north of 5 million views on YouTube. She released four music videos. Um, since like I interviewed her, you know, a couple weeks ago, that's more than tripled. I mean, she has like 17.7 million views on YouTube, eight music videos from the first project. She's already got like four in the can for this new one and is going to be working on more. Uh, and that doesn't even include like Instagram. Like Instagram, her followings jumped like 40% in like four months. TikTok has now become really uh, a big place for her. I mean, she's got like 192,000 followers, 2.2 million likes. I mean, they're really putting a lot into this artist, and she's really doing a lot to really deliver. And this is her second mixtape in four months. I mean, that's really impressive to me, is that she had a really solid debut mixtape in December. Four months later, one that's even better with, with like you said, with Gucci Mane. Um, you know, and she's really versatile, too. I mean, she she can do incredible swagger. She can do some really good vulnerable R&B stuff. I mean, she can really do lots of different things. She's multi-talented. For some context of how big she is right now, she had a huge billboard for the new uh, for the new mixtape up in Times Square. I just, I mean, imagine seeing a Milwaukee artist just stories high projected over all those people. Uh, just incredible to see. And what I think is most satisfying about this whole story, Piet, is, you know, we've had successful artists come from Wisconsin before. You know, K-Camp, who, who had a run of hits uh, earlier in the decade, uh, he was from Milwaukee, but it wasn't really part of his identity. He didn't carry any Milwaukee with him. Uh, yeah. Everybody just thought of him as from Atlanta. Right. But here's Lakia, and she's since moved to Atlanta, and yet she's still really preserved her Milwaukee identity. And there's a lot of interest in the fact that she's around Milwaukee. When you, when you read articles about her, they don't call her an Atlanta artist. They call her a Milwaukee artist. They ask yeah. her about the city. And I think that that speaks to like a real fascination right now 
nationally with what's going on in Milwaukee. And I've never seen that interest before. It's so cool to see. Yeah, it's definitely on a new level here. I mean, I think that's great too, is that you know, quality control signed her, and it's not like they necessarily uh, remodeled her too much. I mean, she still very much kept that Milwaukee identity, like you said. Her first her first big single, Big Flexer, which had uh, 42 Doug, who's, you know, was a big player in the Detroit street rap scene. And the Milwaukee street rap scene has a lot of elements similar to the Detroit scene, so it kind of seemed like a natural pairing. And that sound really was like a, uh, you know, Milwaukee street rap sound on on steroids. And it had a really big flashy video that was filmed in Milwaukee. And that was her first introduction really to the world was this song that really kind of represented her hometown. And she still does in interviews and still does in some of that sound and some of that, uh, you know, some of that style. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you're right. I mean, there's, there's been attention on the Milwaukee hip hop scene over the, the years, whether it was Cuckoo Cal or when Ishtar was really getting those first million, uh, plus views or, or SoundCloud streams or at Webster X, but, um, it's definitely kind of stepped up here for sure. And you and I have talked about, I think we talked last year about how the, the Milwaukee street rap scene was getting millions of YouTube views, but, but now finally there's a major label like quality control that is recognizing that and really putting some major kind of star power behind a, a really potential star here. All right, when we get back, we're going to continue this conversation because this is where it gets really exciting. We're going to talk about what her success means for Milwaukee and, and what might be on the horizon for Milwaukee's hip-hop scene. There's a lot of buzz around it right now and a lot of talk of a really big summer in the uh, city's rap scene. Uh, we're going to get into that when we get back. Help Radio Milwaukee grow and we'll help you get your garden started. Donate any amount this month at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate and you'll be entered to win a rain barrel from MMSD and a $50 Plantland gift card. We all know April showers bring May flowers, but vehicle donations bring more hours of your favorite programs. We accept used cars, trucks, and even RV donations running or not. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your donation. All these baguettes on my neck, I make it look easy Youngest going in, I make it look light 16 bars, 16 G's easy Too tall for the frame, but the Buffy's all white Yeah, I make it look easy We're back, Evan, yeah, tapped in Thank you for joining us uh, yeah, we were just talking about uh, Lakia's huge success in the Milwaukee rap scene right now uh, Which is amazing And we were talking about a little bit about how It's not incidental that she's from Milwaukee that it's actually part of her appeal. I think. I think when Quality Control signed her, they didn't just see another um, another Atlanta artist that could mold in the image of everybody else. They saw somebody with their own character and regional flair. And I don't think that's isolated. I think when you look at what's going on right now, for the first time really since I've been covering Milwaukee rap, there is a ton of interest in the city's uh, music from outside of the city, which is just really, really new. Yeah, it is. I mean, there has been some before. I know I've, you know, we've read articles and, you know, highlight articles in our coverage, Evan, about, you know, when national art, you know, national publications write about, you know, Webster X or Ishtar, whatever it might be. And, and Cuckoo Cow obviously, you know, had a, a big hit. Although Cuckoo Cow really was kind of, kind of in the Southern hip hop mode. There wasn't necessarily something about what he was doing with that big hit. Yeah, and, there, was, and there was really no super halo Milwaukee. effect from Cuckoo Cal. You know, Correct. I think may, maybe there was like some hope there would be. Yeah. But in, in truth, like I, it, it never really felt like Cuckoo Cow was going to bring up the whole city with him. Right. Cause it takes yeah. more than one artist, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, and there's a really good scene here in Milwaukee now. I mean, we were writing, we were talking about this last year, how there, you know, there's, there's artists that are consistently getting 
million plus views for their YouTube videos, um, you know, for for their music videos because they're very much a you know a YouTube driven scene. And uh, Lakia is basically doing that, but with quality control behind her. And so the, the numbers are even bigger, and the videos are even more polished. Um, and and she's working with great producers, and she's got you know Gucci Mane kind of popping up in the video with yeah, her. The videos are like the big difference, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You see Milwaukee rap videos, and they're pretty impressive for the budget, which is to yes. say no budget. You right. see Lakia's videos, they look like Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They it's, are it's, it's really def- expensive and really glamorous. Yeah, they really are. It's very much a big, there's a big difference there. But again, I mean, we talked about this in the first part. I mean, she still has some of that sound of the, of the Milwaukee street rap sound. I mean, it's not all, it's not entirely that. I mean, she does some some really interesting and really good R&B kind of flavored stuff too. And definitely stuff that's more kind of in the Atlanta vein. But um, she does still have that Milwaukee style to her. Like you said, she, she is distinct. She is different. I think she's talented uh, and distinct in the sense that she can do lots of different things too. It's not just a one lane artist by any means. Um, so it, it's really impressive. And she's, she's rising up too in a time when there's just finally, there's more attention around women in hip hop. I mean, this is something that's been really embarrassing for, for decades. That's just been extremely male dominated where you can only have like one, for some reason, the gatekeeper can only allow one strong female artist at a time. That's that those days are over. I think over forever now. I mean, you've got, you know, Lakia is kind of trying to join the ranks with, you know, Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat, Saweetie and Mulatto and uh, Cardi B and so many others. I mean, it's just, it's a really great time right now for, for female hip hop artists. And it's a great time for her. So the Milwaukee rap scene right now, uh, and forgive me if you've talked about this or written about this, have you written about that article that Pitchfork wrote about the Milwaukee rap scene in May? I haven't written about it, but I did see it. And that's another great thing to kind of talk about is that you know, Alphonse Pierre, who's really kind of one of the premier, you know, hip hop. Totally the best and, doing it right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In, in, in the world. I mean, he did, he did a column that really kind of focused on, on the Milwaukee hip hop scene. Like he was, that was obviously a big part of that, but other artists were too. Um, I mean, what was, you know, it, it was, it was similar to the kind of coverage that you've done in the past or maybe I've done in the past, but just done on a, a big national scale. What do you think that meant for that article to come out? Uh, when it did a couple months so ago. So an, an article like that doesn't change anything, really. It just reflects something. You know, I think I think a lot of times you see artists who are like, man, if I can just get put on, if I can just get on Pitchfork. Well, actually, a lot of artists from Milwaukee have been getting on Pitchfork because of, El, sure. because of Alphonse. He's written about well over half a dozen uh, Milwaukee rappers. Uh, he really has his ear on the pulse. He, he writes about a lot of the same ones I write about, we share a lot of the same tastes. He also writes about ones I haven't heard of sometimes, which is just mind-blowing. You know, this is like my beat. And meanwhile, it's so big and so vast and there's so much talent that even people outside the city are like, what about this one? And I've never heard of them. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. it's amazing. He, he has his ear to the city. Uh, and I think what that reflects is just the fact that a lot of people do. A lot of rap fans outside of Milwaukee right now are plugged into what's going on in Milwaukee Part of that is a reflection of the fact that like Detroit is big right now. Milwaukee mm-hmm. offers sort of a, a variation of that like very specific sound with like the slap bass. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. You know, like I think if if you listen to a lot of rap, the stuff that's on the radio starts to sound very samey. You know, it all very has like a either an Atlanta feel or an industry feel. If you want yeah. something more interesting, you have to get into sort of these micro scenes, these niche scenes, or yep. these regional scenes. And right now, Milwaukee offers one of those scenes, which is incredible. But when you look at the Milwaukee rap scene right now, even independent of Lakia, who's like, you know, pretty clearly a star, may become just a bona fide, huge, huge, huge star. But by the standards of the city, I mean, she's as big as we've had. 
there are so many other artists who could get there too, or at least some maybe street level of that stardom. Um, right now you've got uh, Mari Boy Mulamar, uh, mm-hmm. one of the, I think one of the more like creative avant rappers in the city. Um, he does huge numbers. That's really exciting to see. Big Juan, who I believe may still be a teenager, uh, is just crushing it. He's one of the street rappers that came up last year in just a huge way. A huge punchline rapper, you know, just so funny. Um, he's already making just huge waves. He came out of nowhere. Uh, you've got Solo Key, one of the uh, like a veterans of the scene. Uh, he's been at it for quite a few years, uh, making some awesome music. He just got back uh, after twenty six years, uh, twenty six months away in jail, and he just came back uh, in a huge way. Really made a splash, which is like so exciting to see. And uh, when when I talk to these rappers, when I talk to fans of these rappers, when I talk to their publicists, they all say the same thing. They all say this is going to be a wild summer for Milwaukee rap. It just feels like the stars are aligning in a way we've never seen before. Um, the other month, uh, 54 Baby Trey, one of the a younger rapper who was really came up fast and then went away for a little while, he's back now. He hasn't even dropped a single yet, but he's uh, he's got this like viral TikTok challenge, which is going really well for him. Like there's There's such huge buzz around him as well. You got so many artists, any one of whom could pop. And you do have industry buzzing around some of these guys. Uh, not all of them are going to get signed, but like there, there is um there is a following for them. And just this this sense that, like, again, it's not the cuckoo cow situation where it's just one single that maybe maybe was a fluke, right? Like uh Cal was great, my projects was great, but you can kind of see why like nothing came of it. Cause there wasn't like a huge thriving scene around him there was a struggling scene around him right now you've got i mean you've got enough acts for just gigantic bill right now in in the milwaukee rap scene yeah no i I think that's totally true um you know i remember doing a story last year and we i think we talked about it you and i um on this podcast was about how they were getting lots and lots of views but at the same time a lot of the gatekeepers still weren't paying attention and there was a lot of frustration there and you see with lakia too i mean she she moved to Atlanta. I mean, she, she, the reason she's getting all this success is because she is working with people that are part of a really, of a, of a scene with incredible infrastructure and incredible support, people that are extremely connected. Uh, that's kind of a big reason why Lakia has been able to really go as fast and as far as she's going compared to some of the other artists who don't really have that support. Um, do, do you think that uh, this is the year that finally more people pay attention? I mean, we talked about last year, there's a lot of frustration where, you know, uh, you know, Chicken P would drop a video and he would get millions for every video. And he would just drop mm-hmm. video after video after video after video. And still there was no, you know, he was, there's still, even though he's he's definitely probably get some of the most traffic of any Milwaukee artist right now, for him and the others, there wasn't, uh, there still wasn't a lot of attention paid in the city or paid by gatekeepers in the city to really kind of give them a, a better platform. And, and it was kind of uncertain how much attention there was beyond the city. It's great that Quality Control's seen this with Lakia. It's great that Alphonse has seen this with Pitchfork. What do you think, though? Do you think that we are in a position where finally it won't just be them playing for the same choir of people who are supporting them by the millions, but that choir only has so much power? I mean, it, it, it is a huge choir. Uh, the, the problem is, yeah, it's, it's hard to monetize that. It's, it's, you know, a lot of these artists do have ambitions of going bigger, and that is the biggest hurdle because it does it does involve gatekeepers. 
you do very often need a label or industry support. If you're going to get that 42 Doug feature, if you're going to get that Gucci Mane feature, certainly a City Girls feature, you need the industry buying in. And that's what Milwaukee hasn't gotten. And then there's like structural problems too. I mean, like a lot of the city's biggest rappers go to jail, uh, especially in the street rap scene. And uh, a lot of the the managers and producers are always talking about like, how can we fix this? Like what we really need is to lift the whole city up so that these young artists don't have to do side hustles that may be illegal so that they can actually focus yeah. on their career. Right now, they don't have that. Like the economic opportunity doesn't allow them to just say, you know what? I'm an artist full time. This is what I do. I'm going to make it. Like, so there's a lot of like structural problems that the city faces, and there's no fix for them. Where the good news comes in is uh, people are paying attention. The city is, itself is feeling good. It always starts with the city, right? Like uh, for years, Milwaukee Rap was doing huge numbers, mostly from within the city. And uh, just having a, a scene that supports itself and that people in the city enjoy, that is a victory. You don't necessarily need to port that beyond. I mean, these these artists have local stardom, that's all cool. But I think that like the farm system for Milwaukee rap now is big enough that anybody could blow at any time. You know, uh, one day there's no big one. Next day he's got a video. Three months later, he's gigantic. Uh, what's the next step? Could get signed. And I, you know, I can think of like a, easily a dozen artists who are like, would be ready, are good enough to get signed and thrive if they got that opportunity. And the best part is, those are just the dozen that I can think of. There's ones I don't know of because the scene is so huge. So I feel pretty optimistic about the scene. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. Nothing has happened overnight in the scene. I mean, it took so many years <laughs> to get us here. I mean, so many years of, of, of drought, so many years of being ignored, so many years of, of festivals not booking these acts. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it took a long time to get where we are. But already where we are is like bigger than I could have imagined five years ago. Yeah, it definitely has come a long way, seems like in a short time, but it does have a ways to go. But I, I think that you're right. There's there's definitely talent here. There's definitely numbers here. And, and in the case of Lakia, there's there's major label support here. There's there's uh, an Atlanta an infrastructure and a, a major label in Atlanta that's basically the one of the you know the king and queen makers of the hip hop world right now globally. Uh, mm-hmm. That is behind a Milwaukee artist, and when I've talked to Lakia, I mean, she keeps talking about you know how much Milwaukee means to her, and and how much she really wants to hopefully shine a light on Milwaukee because there is other great talent in Milwaukee, and her hope is that you know she gets successful enough, maybe it can kind of you know um, lift the boats for others, I guess. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. I mean, she has so much great support. She's only you know she's released two mixtapes, tons of videos for them, making millions of views on those beyond her own. Instagram things, her own TikTok things. And uh, I saw like um, this week, uh, Rolling Loud announced their lineup. She's on the, on the bill for Rolling Loud in Miami, which is one of the premier hip hop festivals in the world. Um, you know, I know that's going to be a big focus for them is that, you know, once shows can happen again, hopefully Rolling Loud can actually happen in July. But if it does, uh, that'll be kind of the start for probably a, a pretty lucrative live career for her which should make her even more popular as well. And and again, hopefully that'll kind of create more buzz around Milwaukee and more people yeah. kind of paying attention to and where it's she's just from. Just like you said, Piet, this is all around mixtapes. These yeah. videos that look like they have the uh, the budget of a huge studio film, 
they're to promote mixtape singles. These aren't even yeah. like her official singles. What is right. the campaign around her album going to look like? That yeah. could be really, really exciting to watch. Yeah, if you've got a if you've got a Times Square billboard for for your for your mix for your second mixtape, that's where do you go from there, man? Yeah, go? it's it, yeah. I mean, there's there's just so much great potential there with with her, and I think yeah, I, my hope is that it will go beyond her. That there will be enough attention around her and enough attention around the scene and other people what they're doing. That it'll be more than just them making millions of views for you know people in Milwaukee or the Midwest or whatever, or getting a you know a great write up from Pitchfork. It, it'll be, you know, real genuine stars that can, like you said, get out of the side hustles or, or, you know, can actually make lives for themselves and kind of, you know, become, become the artists that they need to be and represent for their city. Well, that is awesome. Uh, like I said, a lot of hope and anticipation around this summer will be the hot Milwaukee rap summer that everybody in my Instagram DMs is telling me it's going to be. I hope so. But we are going to follow up this fall. We're going to, uh, we got to follow up on this conversation, Piet, see if it lived yeah. up to the expectations. Also, just see what's happened. Six months can be a very long time in, in Milwaukee yeah. rap. You know, that can be, there could be new stars by the time we talk about this next. So For sure. stay tuned. We will be following up. Uh, in the meantime, you can check out Piet's article on Lakia and all of his many, many articles. He's the hardest working music writer in the city. It's not even close at JS Online. You can follow us at RadioMilwaukee.org and find this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab. With support from you, our members, we cannot do it without you. Shout out to our subscribers too. Keep listening. Uh, Piet, I will see you next time on Tapped In. See you next time, Evan. <laughs>